0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that helps you become your best self, and today we're talking about how to stop stress in the moment, recovering from stressful experiences. But before we jump into that, I want to welcome you to come say hi to me on Instagram or on TikTok. I'm at Sabrina Joy Perozo. You can look at how to spell that username down in the show notes below. I also invite you to come say hi to me via email. You can send me an email to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, um, you need help, advice, whatever you need, just send me an email and I will respond to that. Um, You can also sign up for my weekly newsletter that comes out every single Wednesday afternoon, early evening-ish, depending upon where you live. And um, let's see, what else is down there? There's all kinds of things down in the show notes for you to click on. Oh, there is an anonymous link for you to submit topic suggestions. If you prefer not to tell me directly, whether via social media or email, you can click on that link. Again, anonymous for you to put suggestions on what I should talk about in a later podcast episode. So go ahead and check all of that out. I would be super happy if you did that. And, but let's just go ahead and jump into today's episode, which again is how to stop stress in the moment, recovering from stressful experiences. So stress, (laughs) it's everyone's best friend, right? We all deal with stress in some capacity of our daily lives, and we handle it in like our own very specific ways. I'm sure that maybe you share a similar way with someone that you know in your life, and then there's ways where you are kind of on your own in the way that you do it, which is totally fine either way. I myself deal with stress by freaking out, <laughs> sometimes having a panic attack, like a true real one, not like you know people say they're having, like, like it's a real panic attack where I'm just like usually my panic attacks include like me being frozen, literally can't move. I feel like I am like a statue. I'm all in my head. I feel like I just want to run away, but I can't. That's my panic attack. And, um, or like allowing my emotions to like bubble up and (laughs) explode at the height of everything happening, which causes a big mess, both emotionally, sometimes physically with my family members, friends, any like relationships or other things that are going on. It just kind of like it makes a blast and it makes waves over everything that's happening in my life. Well, at least like this this is what happens like when i don't take a breath before considering the best way to respond to the situation. So if i let myself just like run on autopilot for how to respond in a situation that has stress or any sort of like deep intense emotional trigger that may happen, it's usually not the way that I want it to come out. And you know, it's so easy just to allow stress to creep into our lives because sometimes we don't think it's stress that is grabbing a hold of us. Right. You know, we think it's just like a tiny bit of anxiety or maybe a little overwhelm or a temporary heightened emotion that will resolve itself shortly. Um, once everything gets under control, right. We're just like, Oh, it's going to be totally fine. Like no one needs to worry. Let's keep it chill. (laughs) But then things continue to spiral out of control. (laughs) You know, now what? It's like, oh my gosh, like, okay, things did not go the way that I wanted to. They didn't just like chill out as I anticipated they would. Crap. Now what are we going to do? (laughs) We just like let stress take us over and do as it pleases, right? If we're just like not prepared. But we all know this isn't the way, like, what we want to happen. Absolutely not. Um, but we don't know what the best way to respond or snap out of this automatic response is. A lot of times we just allow our natural progression of our emotions and our responses just do its thing because we're like, oh, it's like naturally programmed in, right? And then I feel like some things are and other things we need to tighten up because of the way that we learned them and and how we learned it the wrong way and we didn't realize it. That's not the best way to go about it. So we sometimes it, 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 how should I say this? I didn't write this in my notes. Just so you know, that's why I'm like, how should I say this? It's, it's helpful to reevaluate the way that you're responding to different situations and experiences to see if you can get a better outcome with a different response. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing to do that. And I don't think it necessarily indicates that you're doing something wrong. It's just you being self-aware and understanding there might be a better way. You know, it's like with anything, there might be a better way for you to accomplish this task or to explain something to someone or a better way to drive to work, like if you don't work from home, um, or a better way to schedule your day. So it's just like that. So I don't want you to feel any sort of shame in regards to reconsidering a better way for you to respond in these kind of experiences. Um, So, you know, when we start to experience Stress, you know, our bestie, we can feel it emotionally and physically, which I'm sure that you have experienced. Some of these, um, maybe all of these, or maybe some that I haven't even like listed here. This is just like a brief list. You know, our breathing and our heart rate changes, our vision might distort. Sometimes it happens to people, you know, you kind of like... Uh, kind of have like tunnel vision, you know, kind of like blocking out what's happening around you and have like one specific way of seeing what's happening. Um, And we can even experience like headaches, muscle tension, or even exhaustion where it's just like the stress is causing us to feel so tired that we don't even feel like we could even handle what's happening right now. And emotionally, you know, we could slide into a panic attack, like I mentioned, for me, (laughs) that definitely happens. Uh, Possible depression, you know, sadness. I'm not saying depression and sadness are the same thing, just so you know. It's like depression, possible depression, possible sadness, or even irritability. Like, these are just to name a few. It just all depends on how our bodies decide to naturally handle the stress before we decide to go in there and tinker around and be like, hmm, let's try to make this a little bit better right which again is a totally okay thing to do mind you some stress in life can be a positive thing like as like if you if you know if you learned about the body's reactions some stress can definitely be positive because the stressor that we are experiencing is like challenging and motivating us to keep going and not give up and kind of like Keep our engines going, or it keeps us alert to stay safe and like out of danger, which is very similar to fear. There is a good, like, there's an amount of fear that's healthy for us all to have. But today, we're going to focus more on the stress that happens when we are focusing on our fears manifesting, because a lot of times, you know, we give in to the stress and how we are going to respond because of the fears that we have and we're afraid of them manifesting or rather happening <laughs> in the terrible way that we anticipate it would. So when you're dealing with stress, you're not gonna wanna stop and think, right? Like when you're in, like you're in it, you're smack in the middle of that stressful situation. You're not gonna wanna stop and think. Like that's not like you're first like, okay, let me just let's just do that. You know, let's, let's give it a second, third, fourth thought. Like that's not like your natural immediate response. You know, you don't want to stop and consider what the best course of action is in that given situation. And you might not even tell yourself, you might even tell yourself that you cannot do that. You might be like, oh no, like if someone, like if I were to like just meet you and be like, yeah, you can like stop and think you're like, no, I cannot. Absolutely not, Sabrina. (laughs) I cannot do that you know, let's, let's hold on here. Um, but you know, that it isn't true. It isn't true. You can, you can do this. You can, you just need to practice doing so and then know what to do immediately next. I feel like that is the key. The key is to know that you can, right? It all starts with believing that you actually can do something and then you have an action ready to take so that you can do it and you can move forward. Because once you take that action and you see that it works out, you're more likely and willing to take the next action and the next one and the next one. And the more actions that end up being positive, the less likely you are going to give up when one doesn't work out. So it's, you know, it's really hopeful that it works out a bunch in the beginning. And then if you do get stalled out in the middle, you're like, okay, well, you know, you have to take the time to really reflect back and be like, okay, well, you know, it did work out a lot and it's only not working out right now and that doesn't mean that it won't work out in the future. You know, like you know when you, you when you have like worked on your mindset enough to like really analyze the situation fully, it can be really helpful. But yes, yeah, so you just need to practice doing it and then know what to do immediately next. You know, a lot of times we don't think we can do something different than our natural response because we have a fixed mindset. You know, we have trouble believing that we can change and grow. And so maybe you haven't heard like there actually is analysis in a book, a great book that I'm in the middle of reading talking about the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. You can even just Google this on your computer, on your phone or whatever, and look it up. It is so insightful, And maybe you've already heard of it, which is absolutely great. You know, like with a fixed mindset, like we have trouble believing that we can grow and change as opposed to a growth mindset where we actually believe that we can grow and change and we don't feel like we are stuck and uh, allowing ourselves to just like take up full residence in our comfort zone. No, that is for the fixed mindset. The growth is for like knowing that we can just continue to push forward and try to do the best we can. And you know, like, As far as like a fixed mindset, maybe this is because of failing to do so in the past of like, you know, if you're afraid that you, you're afraid that you won't be able to grow and change. So maybe it's because you failed to do so in the past or someone told you that you wouldn't be able to change, right? They're like, oh, you will never be able to become better. Oh, you'll never be able to do this, that, and the other. And you are just terrible, awful blah, blah, blah. All the negative crap that people love to sling at us because they're having their insecurities full on display that day. Isn't that great for us? It's great. Um, but yeah, so you won't like, so someone will tell you that or you're fearful, 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 (laughs) you guys, or you're fearful of what will happen if it doesn't work out like you would like it to, right? You're like, you have expectations, you have an outcome in mind and it doesn't turn out that way. Or you're afraid that it won't turn out that way. And you're just like, oh, I don't know. Like, does this even seem worth it? Right. Like, does this even seem worth it? But regardless of the reason, you got built you got fear like built in. And it's preventing you from believing in yourself enough to take the first step towards change and growth. Because again, If you're able to get that first action step taken, it's easier to take the next and the next and et cetera on and forward. You know, it's that fear that we need to beat out, to be completely honest, and you can do that at any time, again, by taking the action towards making a change. And Just so you know, if you'd like to learn more about Fixed versus Growth Mindset, the episode being released after this one, so later this week if you're listening to this episode on August 1st, 2022, um, the episode following this one later in the week will be all about fixed versus Growth Mindset and will help you take the action steps or take take the steps towards making an action so that you can continue on that path and journey to shift your mindset from fixed to grow. So if you want to learn more about that, you can next episode. Um, Honestly, to be totally honest, I thought that I had already done like an episode on it. And I may have done an episode where I briefly spoke about it, but I haven't broken it down. I think it'll be helpful. So anyway, that's why it's going to come next. I'm like, okay, great, beautiful transition. So anyway, (laughs) but yeah, so a lot of times we don't think that we can change. We don't think that we'll have the ability to change the way that we respond to things because we're so caught up in a fixed mindset. Um, So once we're able to figure that out and like understand that we can change and we can take action steps, then we're better able to understand that, yes, we can do what it takes to stop and reconsider how do I want to respond? But today we are going to talk about what to do when we are faced with stressful situations and how to respond to manage that stress like right then and there. So here are seven tips on how to stop stress in the moment that I think will greatly help you. As always, this is not a conclusive list. Uh, Maybe some of these you know, tips and advice that I have gotten through research, my own experience, other people's experiences will be helpful for you. Um, but if they are not, please do your own research. Find find tips that will better suit you. Ask like a professional therapist <laughs> to help you better understand what would work best for you. Um, again, this is it's just some advice and some ideas on what could maybe help you. So we got seven. I'm very excited about them. And I do genuinely hope that they, that they help you. You know what I mean. So, okay. So the first one, I feel like some people are not going to like this one because they're going to be like, they're going to like roll their eyes and be like, oh, "Why, <laughs> why, Sabrina?" Uh, so the first one is acknowledge that you're stressed. Acknowledge, <laughs> acknowledge that you're stressed. Don't run from it. Right. So, you have to acknowledge that you are stressed. A lot of times we can go through emotions and we will not acknowledge that we are actually experiencing that emotion. We're just like, "Oh no, we're fine." You know that general response, "How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm great. you know, and it's all a lie. It's all a bunch of bull honky, right? We're not we're not doing fine. we're We're stressed. We're overwhelmed. We're on the cusp of major panic attack, anxiety attack, something, right? But you have to acknowledge that you're stressed. I'm not saying that you have to shout it to the rooftops and tell the world, kind of like I do on here and social media. But you need to acknowledge it at least to yourself. You know, this could help you by acknowledging, "Hey, I'm stressed." Whether you say it out loud or you just say it in your mind, this could really help you ask for help because you know you need it and some sort of assistance in this situation, or and or rather, it'll help you release a little bit of the burden that you have because you're accepting your current reality. And you're like, okay, I can accept that I'm actually going through stress right now. And so it doesn't feel as burdensome because I'm not trying to hide from it. I'm not trying to run from it. I'm just like, this is we out here in the stress. (laughs) This is where we are. I'm accepting my current reality. We're not going to pretend it's much easier for you to deal with your emotions when you're not pretending that they don't exist. I'm just here to say that. (laughs) Okay, so acknowledge that you're stressed. Number two, break down why you're stressed, if time allows. Sometimes when you're in a stressful situation and you need to mitigate and manage that stress, you don't have time to do this. But if you do, it's super helpful. Even if you can do it just really quickly for like 60 seconds, and the better, and you might be like, that's impossible, Serena. No, the more you do it and practice it, it will become a lot easier for you to just quickly go through these questions in your mind, answer honestly. Answer honestly for everyone in the back, like answer honestly, please. And then you, are, you would be able to do this exercise in 60 seconds of really just like breaking down, like, why are you stressed? So you're asking yourself, why are you stressed? Maybe you're stressed because you, I don't know, like why are you stressed? You're stressed because you're late to a really big presentation at work, right? Okay, so that's why you're stressed. What triggered you to be, which would triggered your stress? Well, the fact that your alarm didn't go off or it took more time than you realized to get ready or there was an accident on the road or you got pulled over or something happened. That's what triggered your stress because now you realize you're going to be late. You've honestly recognize the fact that whatever happened is going to cause you to be late to this presentation. What fears do you have that are wrapped up in this stress? Okay. You're afraid that your boss will be upset with you. You're afraid that you'll actually miss giving the presentation at all. You're afraid that this will affect your job in total. Um, You're afraid that you won't get this opportunity again. You're afraid that people will... You know, you're afraid of what other people's judgments and opinions are going to be, like whatever it is. Um, And regardless of the fact that people's judgments and opinions don't really matter, I understand though that we can still feel stressed about that, right? We're all human. We're not perfect. We have those issues. Like we're just, you know, we struggle with those things. I struggle with people's opinions and judgments. It's okay you don't have to feel shame about it. But yeah, so break down why you're stressed if your time allows. And I'm telling you, the quick the more that you do this, the quicker you'll be able to be like identify all of these things and it kind of just like, you know, brings it all to light and you're kind of like, "Okay, this is what's going on. I don't I I'm not like I don't know or trying to like you know, feel overwhelmed and not sure why. And then you're not even able to come up with any sort of action steps, problem solving steps to take to like move past this stress, right? Because if you don't know why or what's happening and what caused it or what triggered it to have you respond in the way that you did, then you can't do anything to change it or move forward or whatever. No action steps can really be taken. None that will actually help. So yeah, breakdown. down, Why you're stressed, if time allows, try to see if you can make time allow it. And the more that you do, the easier it'll be to do this. Okay. Number three, number three is a classic. I had to throw it in because we're talking about dealing with stress in the moment, not like how to prevent stress or like, you know, you had a stressful day and what to do afterwards. No, we're talking about like you're in the thick of it, my friend. So Number three is try breathing exercises or counting up and down. So I would say that the one that works best for me, I put both because, you know, it just depends on what you prefer, um, is probably breathing exercises. And like, I don't do them like the way that you're supposed to do them. So I do encourage you to look that up online, I'm telling you, because I will literally just take like a deep breath. And then I will hold it at the top of that breath for like five seconds and then I'll let it go. And I know there's some sort of thing where you're supposed to do like four and three and two or whatever's again, look that up. I don't know the exact like counts and stuff, but for for me, for, for, for me, for me, for me, I will like breathe in, count to five, I count to five there and then I will release it. And I'll do that a couple times, and then I'm able to. I feel like there's a little bit of clarity that I gain in that. If that doesn't work for you, you can count in your mind, or even out loud if you need to. You can count to ten, count up to ten, or count down from ten, or count down from twenty, or whatever the number is that will help you the best, because it allows you to bring more of the situation into focus and not react. You know, at, you know how I talk about how response versus reactions. We do not want to react. Because when we react, we're acting on emotion, you know, raw emotion. We're just allowing that to control the situation. When in reality, we need to respond, which means you have to take a beat and be like, okay, what should I actually do here? What is the appropriate response? How will I do something I won't regret? How will I do something that will best serve me in this situation? Or other people, if it warrants that, to actually Bring this situation experience to the next step that needs to get any more neutral, positive, whatever your desire is, situation than where you are right now. So breathing exercises or counting up and down to whatever number you prefer, it just gives your brain more time to be like, okay, what should we do here to not make the situation worse? That is what you're practicing. Okay, number four. Number four, again, out of seven is take a break if you can, if you can. So this is actually a tactic that's used in my house a lot. And it's mostly like if you're in like a stressful conversation with like with someone, you know, you will often be like, I need a break. Need to take a break, or you're dealing with something stressful, like, you know, uh, my husband and I both work from home. So, if we're dealing with stress, a lot of times we'll try to take a break from that stress, or if we're dealing with a stressful conversation with each other, or whatever, we will wanna take a break. Or if we're trying to do something around the house, because we're not very handy people, um, and it's become stressful or something stressful happens, we will take a break. So, take a break if you can, you know, take a walk to have more time to consider what the next action should be, or even sleep on it if you can. I understand that most stressful situations that you're in the middle of, you're not really going to be able to like sleep on it unless it's like a stressful decision that you have to make. Like you're like, "Oh my gosh, both of these options are super stressful. I have to pick one. One of them is going to be my reality. I don't know what to do." Maybe you can sleep on that. But regardless, you can take a break. Even if it's just like a 1-minute break where you're just like stepping away from the experience, stepping away from whatever is happening and being like, okay, okay, how can I make this like more neutralized, like not so up here and more in the middle or even lower than that for me to actually deal with this situation? You know, what will help you to feel more calm? What will help you to feel more clear on what needs to happen next and what will make you personally feel better? Um, it may be others if that is what the situation warrants, if they need to be taken care of or considered as well. Okay. Number five, number five is to lean into compassion, not cruelty towards yourself. I just have to say that I know it's not like traditional alliteration, but I did want to like have compassion and cruelty. And I was really proud of myself. I was like, oh, yeah perfect. (laughs) Super random. These are the things I like consider when I'm doing my writing. If it doesn't work out, then it doesn't doesn't work out, but it did work out this time. So lean into compassion, not cruelty towards yourself. A lot of times... When we're in the middle of stress, we'll tell ourselves, I can't do that, or I am so terrible at this, or this is going to turn out terrible or horrible, or I'm going to make a mistake, or I am not going to make the right decision, or I can't believe I did make that decision. Oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot. Now what am I going to do? Blah, 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 right? You're being super cruel to yourself. You're being mean. You're, You're really just saying all of these negative things. There's no positive. There is no actual problem solving happening. You're just really being a downer on yourself. And when you're in the middle of stress, that's like the last thing you want to do because it's just going to contribute to more stress. And who wants more stress? Who wants like a Sunday with stress on top of the already boat of Sunday stress? Like, it's just like, it's just too much. It's too much. So you want to lean into more compassion towards yourself. You want to be like, okay. I can handle this or, okay, I made a mistake, but what what can I do to fix this? Or what can I do to move forward as smoothly as possible? Or what can I do to solve whatever problem is happening, right? Be more compassionate and accepting of the fact that you're not perfect and you are doing the best that you can in the moment, despite making a mistake or a failure or whatever may be happening or that you can do this new thing that seems really scary and like too much, or you can like manage this situation that you have never imagined you managing ever before, but you have to, because that's just the, that's just the situation and experience that you are currently being thrown into. You can do it. So lean more into compassion towards yourself rather than being cruel to yourself and talking negatively with that negative self-talk that doesn't really help anything and honestly just makes everything worse. I know it's easier to lean into negativity than it is for positivity or neutrality, but we need to make that a better practice. And I say neutrality because sometimes people have these negative connotations of positivity or they struggle with knowing the difference between positivity and toxic positivity. So even if you want to just be like more neutral where it's just like chill, middle, middle ground, that's still better than negativity. I'm telling you. So lean into compassion, not cruelty towards yourself. Number six out of seven, find a new perspective. Find a new perspective. You're probably like, Sabrina, how the heck am I going to do that? So find a new perspective. If you're able and time allows, of course, Ask someone if you can share, someone you trust. Okay. Um, Ask someone if you can share your stress with them, meaning you will tell them what's going on and what is causing you to feel stressed, and have them give you feedback. So sometimes seeing your situation from another angle can help like it can really just help you release some of those fears and parts of your mindset that are caught up in the negative part of the situation, rather than seeing the opportunities and the positives that could come from what's happening or come in the near future. So you're going to be like, hey, so-and-so, I'm not going to say a name because I don't want anyone to feel like, you know, caught up. Um, So, hey, so-and-so, I have this really big Fear and all this stress about the fact that I'm going to, you know, lose my job because I missed the presentation this morning because I was late to work. I am so stressed out about this. How, what do you think? And even if they don't know anything about like your job and your presentation and blah, 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 they will be able to just kind of like give you their feedback of like, okay, well, You know, you relate. Did your boss understand why you relate? Are they going to allow you to make out the presentation? If not, is there another way? for you to deliver the material you were going to speak on to that group of people, uh, maybe via email or like a slideshow or, or like our video recording or something like that? Um, are you able to reach out to your boss and let them know how bad you feel for what happened, but there was nothing that you could do to fix it if it was like a car accident or something, like some sort of traffic thing that happened and you actually were on your way on time? Anyway. Um so yeah, so just having someone else like give you their perspective of what's happening can help you widen your perspective and be like, oh, maybe this isn't as bad as I think it is. Or, oh, look at all these options or choices I could make to move forward in the situation that I didn't even realize were there because I was so focused on like this, the negatives of what's happening rather than like how this actually could turn into an okay an okay like scenario or better scenarios It's something more positive. So find a new perspective. I know that sometimes maybe you don't have someone that you feel like you could trust. Um, this would make it harder, but you would need to really push yourself to see it from a new perspective. Really try to flip the whole situation in your mind. Think about someone telling you what you're going through, like like your best friend or someone you find to be really close to you, and what you would say to them if they told you your problem. Again, this can be really difficult, especially if you're already like high on stress and you're like, oh my gosh, like it's 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 hard to get out of your own mind. But if you don't have anyone that you can actually talk to, you're going to have to try to do this yourself. And the more that you do it, the easier it will be. And the more people that you talk to to get a different perspective, it'll be easy for you to widen your own personal perspective and see it from a different angle, easier for yourself on your own. So just consider that. Okay. So number seven and the final one that I have to share with you is for like more of a specific situation. So number seven is remember their stress, isn't your stress. Their stress, isn't your stress. So if you're in a situation where you feel like you are feeling stress because of someone else's stress, you need to remember that yours that their stress isn't your stress. You do it like it's hard for empaths who just like soak up everyone's emotions and how they're feeling and they all of a sudden are like a mirror to that person, um, And then, and then all of a sudden that person is fine because you're kind of like soaking it all up and like being super empathetic and sympathetic towards them. And then they feel better. And then you all of a sudden have taken all that and you don't feel great. So it's, it's tough. It's tough. Um, Not just for empaths, for everyone, but I mean, like you know, specifically, <laughs> it's really difficult for them. But you have to remember that someone else, like their stress that they're going through, is doesn't have to be your stress, right? Even if they're your partner, your romantic partner, your spouse, whatever, your bestest friend, uh, your parents, your kids, like it. It's and, and with well, with parents and kids, it's really difficult. Believe me, because I am a mom, and so it's like hard to be like, oh my gosh, like, and not take on their stress. But if you are taking on their stress, it's hard for you to help them problem solve or know what the next action is and to kind of help them bring them into a more neutral and positive space. If you are just mirroring exactly what they're going through, right? Um, so it's tough, It's but it's it's helpful to remind yourself, okay, they're going through this. It doesn't mean I have to go through it. it doesn't mean I have to also feel stressed because they're going through the stress. And, and that can help you kind of cut back on any sort of stress or negative feelings or overwhelm, anxiety, whatever that you are feeling. Now, it's a different case when like someone brings stress to you and it does directly affect you because they're just passing the news along. Sure. I get that. But like I said, this is where I very specialized, uh, specific kind of scenario where someone is just sharing with you what they're going through or what's happening and you have to remember that you can keep that emotional boundary distance to not just immediately be stressed because their stress, actually, if you were able to embody like calmness, confidence, understanding that could help them better, like, you know, manage their own stress and maybe mirror what you're giving out rather than the other way around. So, but I found it, even though it's like a very specific situation, I thought it would be very helpful and important to share it with you so I had to throw it in. Um, But that's it. That is all uh, seven tips that I have for you in regards to how to manage and stop stress in the moment. Um, So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again with me, Sabrina, I appreciate you listening, downloading, sharing the show. You guys are absolutely fantastic. Again, check the show notes below for how to follow me on social media, how to send me an email, how to submit a topic suggestion anonymously, sign up for my weekly newsletter and anything else that's down there. But until next time, have a good one and I will see you all next time. Bye everyone.